That is Deborah Conway. It's only the beginning here at 92.9, 20 past eight. JB here. Happy Thursday. Thanks to the team at Country Autos, GWM Havel, Bridge Street, West Hamworth. What did your parents used to cook when you were a kid growing up that you just absolutely despised? On our Facebook page, we've got the usual suspects on there. We're talking, you know, steak and kidney pie, lamb's brains, tongue, kidney, all that kind of stuff. That you kind of wonder, you know, how did the parents even like this stuff? You know, I know, you know, times were different. Their parents probably grew up in the depression where you ate everything and then that rubbed off on your parents. But honestly, you know, what? You know, what What sense of taste did your parents have? You know, you start questioning them when they put this kind of stuff down in front of you. And how much better we eat nowadays. But then amongst all of those disgusting options, which, by the way, did include one that did really concern me from Justine. I'd never, never heard of this. Smoked cod in milk. That sounds disgusting. That sounds vile. Justine tells me it's an English thing, apparently, but she likes to call it child abuse, which I tend to agree with. Neil said the, co the cod is poached in milk using something we mentioned on the show yesterday, the illustrious bay leaves for flavor, which I, I question whether bay leaves actually bring any flavor into it. I think it's just a choking hazard more than anything, but that sounds dis <laughs> that sounds vile. That does. Has anyone ever? Has anyone else ate cod in milk? I'm fascinated by that. Six seven six double two nine nine. But amongst all of the uh, the usual suspects that we have, you know, smoked cod in milk, lamb's brains, kidneys, that sort of stuff. We've got some really bizarre ones in there as well, which I thought was stuff that was nice to eat. I'd like it if my parents plonked down some of this stuff in front of me. We got a couple of stir fries in the mix. I mean, how can you hate stir fry? There's nothing wrong with that. It's noodles and rice, which are both epic ingredients. Whatever veggies you want to eat and whatever meat you like, or you know, you can go down the tofu path if you wish, with a whole bunch of sauce, chuck it all together in a wok. Amazing. And Candice going with beef stroganoff. What's to hate about that? That sounds phenomenal. I mean, when you compare it with smoked cod in milk, you guys will live in the life of luxury. What did your parents used to cook and force you to eat that was just vile and disgusting? Let me know, 676-2299. And I guess if you want to defend smoked cod in milk, I'm all ears. 676-2299-823. Morning, Ames! Good morning, JB! How you doing? I'm fabulous until I started looking through the thread of um, the, the, <laughs> the grandmother, you know, <laughs> what did your grandparents cook? Yes. That you can't, yeah. Yeah, that, that one? I was having a good day do, until do you want, I looked do, at it. It is, uh, what did your parents cook when you were a kid that you could not stand? Yes. Um... Some rippers. Any any that come to mind for you? Or did you eat anything that was put in front of you? I did eat whatever was put in front of me most of the time. Yeah. But when I went to, when I went to my nen's house, yeah. always Silverside. Oh, yeah, Corn right. Silverside. Yeah, don't like it. Do not like it. And pumpkins. Like oh, roast pumpkin. Yeah, right. Okay. I think nen used to cook it with so much oil. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Emily in our reception. Yes. She eats chicken nuggets. She just... Yeah, she doesn't have the most well-developed palate. <laughs> and to confirm this, yep. I was going to chat about this next week with weird ways you eat food, but you know what? We'll do it now, okay. seeing as you brought up Silverside. Yeah. She... Now, people cook Silverside with sugar and vinegar in the in the in the water i've yeah. heard that before i don't do it i do it sometimes the first time i've actually some, heard that it apparently makes it more tender because the sugar and the vinegar uh it's science it it, yeah, it does science, something with like the with ph the, levels and acids and neutral well yeah those things. something that happens with <laughs> the molecules in the in the silver side that actually makes it more tender okay radio emily however she cooks the silver well her mum cooks yep. the silver side just in water she takes it out, she carves the silver side up, puts yes. it on a plate, and sprinkles sugar and pours vinegar on it and eats it like that. This is where we need a webcam because <laughs> I could just feel my face just changing then. That is so weird. It's like crunchy bits of sugar on your silver I side. I just can't. What? Is that crazy? I think that's crazy. That's crazy. If you do your silver side that way, let us know. Yeah, I'm very curious if anyone else eats it like that. Emily's mum, you can't comment. No. <laughs> we need to know if somebody else does it that way. She skipped She skipped a method in the instructions. You're meant to put the, the, the sugar mean, and the vinegar in the water, not put it on consuming? it after. Like, is it a no, time no, constraint I, thing? I, I don't know. I don't cook silver side because I hate it. Um. Emily's defense is apparently the sugar doesn't go crunchy on the silver side because when you put the vinegar on it, it dissolves and it's well, kind of like a sugary sauce. But I said, well, that's like getting simple sugar syrup and pouring it over your silver side. Oh. You don't do that. Well, so why do it? You know what it's I nearly did once when I just... Off on a different tangent, when I was pregnant, yeah. I had a steak and I was going for the barbecue sauce. No. But I grabbed the chocolate sauce. Oh, gross. I realised my mistake before I did it. Oh. In saying that, though, I probably would have still ate it. I was going to say... Pregnancy yeah. does weird things yeah, to Yeah, because you eat the sugary and the salt mixes yeah. all the time, whatever. So you probably would have loved that. You would have been like, probably. this is the best. But I looked and I was Jade, like... Jade, get me another five of them, please. Yeah, now. at 3, 3 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, that's it. With a steak. <laughs> you never... Had a few issues getting hold of Sue Ellen from doing it for our farmers this morning. I know she's been very busy with, with uh, raising those much-needed items for the flooding in Lismore and the Northern Rivers. Hopefully we can get her on the show a little later on in the week to find out what's going on there and find out all the details on their Facebook page as well. The nominations for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame were announced earlier on this morning. The Eurythmics, Duran Duran, Lionel Richie, Carly Simon, and also Judas Priest to some of the nominations in this year's rock and roll class of 2022 uh after much back and forth dolly parton has finally been an, an, uh, inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame they initially said hey we want you to be in the the hall of fame we need you and she went i don't deserve it i don't want to be and then the rock and roll hall of fame guys turned around and said well, we've already printed all the ballot papers, love. So your name's on them. Too bad. So she turned around last week and said, look, if I get inducted, I'll accept it. If I don't, you know, no hard feelings. Well, she has been inducted, which, of course, has caused a lot of discussion around Dolly Parton. I mean, she's done a lot of, lot of stuff in the pop world and a lot of different genres as well. But whether if 
you know, she didn't want to be in there, whether she should be. And the other one, too, in his very first year of being able to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Eminem has also been added to it. Not the first rap or hip-hop artist that has been added in there. Tupac has been added in recent times, Notorious B.I.G. And also Grandmother Flash and the Furious Five were added back in the 90s. So I'm thinking with all of that, you know what? Just save... Save all these issues that come up every year with the music critics and people like you and I in the streets going, Oh, that's not rock and roll, that's country. That's not rock and roll, that's rap. Why don't they just relabel the whole Hall of Fame to just, I don't know, the popular music Hall of Fame and just be done with this genre box defining thing that they seem to have every single year with, Is that band really rock and roll? Sean Mendez at 92.9 When You're Gone. JB here at 8.44. Thanks, Country Autos. We're chatting about uh, stuff your parents used to make you eat that you found vile and disgusting. Justine said her grandmother used to make up smoked cod poached in milk. Which You're I'm, just ripping on the boss now, aren't you? Which she I know she's listening <laughs> down in your office. Which, I, <laughs> which I'd never heard of. Our boss, Nikki, confirms this does exist. We've had two people now. And and she also said I'm very curious. She was dry heaving on the drive-in. Yes. Um, She's probably down in her office dry heaving now listening to it. So she said that you get the milk and you just chuck it up in the milk. Yeah, but it's already smoked, so it's already cooked, but you just poach it up in the milk. Probably something with, again, with science. There's probably yeah, something science. in the milk. It's that, all science. It's all science. It's Heston Blumenthal, baby. Before, oh, how good is he? But do you like him? Do you? I like the creations that he makes. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's a bit weird. But you know what? Sometimes you've got to be weird to do cool stuff. So Look, that's why I tell myself every morning yeah, when I get up. Exactly. Um, I, look, I, I, it's a little too she-she for me. I don't know about the, you know, waiting three hours, uh, three years to get a res- reservation at the Fat Duck or whatever the restaurant is just to sit there and eat some, <laughs> That's too, you know. too long to wait in line. Yeah. <laughs> three <laughs> years. <laughs> It's I don't know, but yeah, I respect I, look, I respect the guy for his his his, his craft. His craft, yes. yes. Just probably not. Yeah, I don't mine. think I'd wait that long for a reservation no. either. I'd probably I'd be have like, no money by then. No, I'm just going to Macca's. <laughs> but thanks, thanks yeah. for the offer. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'll I'll get my. He he'd be the type of guy that would like probably the smoked cod in milk. I'm really curious he? as to what it tastes like. He'd do the smoked cod in milk while you listen to the seaside on the headphones, and then and like just, just a little pinch of salt like salty bay <laughs> no one can see what i'm doing but i'm doing the thing you know the salty bay thing i've got you yeah we really need that webcam we don't do we? need a webcam uh, what did your parents eat as a kid uh, that will make you eat as a kid that you found vile and disgusting Six seven six double two nine two nine is the number Vivian Anthon, our gift-giving expert, joins me for a bit of a chat this morning. Mother's Day, of course, coming up on Sunday, and she's got some awesome gift ideas for mum this Mother's Day. Viv, thank you so much for your time. How are you? I'm really well. How are you? Great. Really good. Awesome to chat with you again. Uh, Mother's Day 2022, it is here. It is a day for the mums. What's big when it comes to getting gifts for mum this Mother's Day this year? What's, What's the big items? Look, I think the big items are things that show uh, a real personal thought. So that doesn't mean they have to have a big uh, price tag on them. Yeah. They just have to show that there's been a fair bit of fair bit of linking what you know, especially about your mum, to the gift. So yeah. 
something that's really, really personal. Um, that could be homemade. Homemade gifts are huge at the moment. I know making something isn't everybody's cup of tea, but if you can make something for mum or cook something for mum, those sorts of things go down really, really well. And also those things that have a really long life, so something that isn't just a one-off. Now, I love flowers. I do love flowers and, and want to support all the florists out there. But when you're choosing your flowers or something um, that's botanical, if you could think about how it could be pressed or mm. dried or used again into the future. So I think the big focus is personal, made by you or homemade, but also, too, something that has a long life. Yeah, I like that. That's mm. good. Phenomenal. Well, I think I think part of the issue is we're all reflecting, aren't we, yeah. on on the disposable nature of things. Yes. And I know that could sound a bit odd coming from someone like me who so loves gift giving and presenting it. Yeah. But I think you can still you can still have how can this be reused, reused, on gifted. You can still have that in the back of your mind. And I think the other thing is that not every gift has to be super expensive. Again, I like receiving gifts, but they don't have to be super expensive. They can be a piece of poetry. Hmm. They can be mum's favourite sayings. You know, all sorts of little things that show you've really thought about mum. Yeah, that's it, exactly. And some of those things, they, 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 they tend to be held on to and also almost kept as a memento as opposed to often when you just buy stuff off the shelf. Yes. And they hang on to them for a couple of weeks, maybe a month, yeah. and then they get thrown out often. Or, or if it's food, it gets ate. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, we won't speak about the food that you find at the back of the fridge, but I tell you what, <laughs> um, I certainly find um, sort of things at the back of the cupboard, be they, um, uh, you know, a mug or something that you don't that you don't use too often. I just, I just think. I am at no stage saying don't give someone something. Every gift is a joy. Yeah. But if you can, think about how the person will use that, not just once, but, but ongoing. And I think that um, mums in particular, they're all, they're all about anything they receive is usually, mm. you know, received with a very big smile. Yeah. Um, and even if, it's, even if it's not perfect, so some, some things that aren't perfect, but if they're, they're made and given with love, that would be fine. But more than one use, I think that's the big the big trend to come out of this year. Yeah. And we can see, well, it's been building. Yeah. We can see also that, you know, um, the fast fashion houses, all of those sort of places are really trying to turn what they've got into a more sustainable concept. And I think that's enveloping everything yeah. that we do in gift giving. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, very true. Uh, getting mum flowers, is that just simple, easy and cliche? Do better than that? Oh, look, you know what? I, I love a bunch of flowers as much as, 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 the, as the next person. And as I said, I, I love florists. But even then, it's really fascinating, you know. I'm fortunate to work in this, in this lovely centre with, uh, with my um, gift presentation and, and, and wrapping. And there's a beautiful florist. And the stuff there is, you know, take your breath away. But what I've noticed, the difference between this year and last, is that there's so much more in a pot rather than in a bunch. Yeah, okay. Fascinating. And so obviously, you know, the, 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 the plant will continue as a botanical ornament. Yeah. Um, I'm seeing m many more natives, which yeah. last longer yeah. than, than fresh. I'm seeing stuff uh, that can be dried. I'm seeing yeah. lots of beautiful ferns and things like that. So, look, 
I'm not going to say no to a bunch of flowers, but I just just think a little tweak here yeah. and there can make can <laughs> yeah. make that purchase last a little longer. Yeah. No, I love it. Vivian, thank you so much for uh, your uh, gift expertise as per the norm, and we'll chat again soon. I would love that. Have a lovely day. Keith Urban, that is my wave here at 92.9. JB here. Thanks, Country Autos, GWM Havel, Bridge Street, West Hamworth. we got the full team in here. We and do. I was going to say, we can't even be like Rose among two thorns unless die. Is the rose? <laughs> Are you the rose? Well, uh, sure, why not? JB's definitely not the rose. It's a bit like <laughs> you remember the old TV show Stan Zemanic, Beauty and the Beast, and I'm the Beast, you're the Beauties. That's oh. what I'm kind of pitching at the Beauty moment. Beauty and the Geek. You don't, you don't remember Beauty, <laughs> That's Beauty and the Beast? That they would like get a like it was usually some sort of political discussion or whatever. Where what year um, was this? I don't remember. I was this. on in the early noughties, and it'll be a panel show with sort of all females that would give their perspective on the thing, and then Stan Zemanik, who was a very outspoken, you know, talkback guy. Because he was on the radio, but this was his TV show, <laughs> and then he'd be, "Oh no, it's all wrong! All society's falling into a screaming molten pit of lava." I wish we had so. the webcam because your face just then was <laughs> gone. Even with that reenactment, it's not ringing a bell. Sorry. No, no. I just Beauty and the Geek. Check it out on YouTube. <laughs> so, I think Doug Mulray did it for a little while before that as well. Oh. Before he finished up and Stan took her. Anyway, have a look Anyways. at it on YouTube. Anyway. Classic TV. Well, in my book, anyway. Classic TV. <laughs> Um, anyway, Di, thank you very much for coming along. She's yeah, in after morning, nine o'clock. Thanks. I mean, she starts in like five minutes. Yeah. So I would hope no she pressure. would be here. Yep. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for coming in. I'm like, she starts working five minutes. Turning <laughs> like, you out of the chair really soon. <laughs> drag him out. Skull drag him. I didn't um, see anything. I, I want to know your perspective on this um, food that your parents served up to you when you were a kid that you, you despised. Oh, look, in that list, there's probably nothing that my mum didn't cook. Um, fortunately, um, my mum, I love your mum. Thanks for not making me actually eat any of that stuff, but the smell in the kitchen. So brains, kidney, that was all cooking in my house. She mm. didn't make me eat it, though, thank God. As I said, thank you, love your mum. Um, flathead was probably the one that... Cooking flathead, it just like flathead. a flathead screwdriver. Like a, no, oh, sorry, that, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, sorry. yeah. Thank God she didn't make me eat that. <laughs> flathead, the fish, flathead. Ugh, that's there's this that and mushroom. And I'm going to divide the nation here with mushroom. I don't like mushroom. Mushroom. We can't be friends. Cook, I, know, I know. Oh, you like mushroom? I, I like mushrooms. Yeah, right. Okay. Oh, really? No. Yeah. Well, I like, I hate you. I smelt it in the kitchen as a kid, and it scarred me, so I can't eat it. Now. I didn't like mushrooms as a kid, but I grew into them when I had stuffed mushrooms. That just took it up it's like me and tomatoes I used to hate tomatoes and then a teenager sort of just started eating tomato I don't know how that Ah. works what? Well, I hated mashed potato as a kid. Dry heaved when what? I ate it. Mashed potato, couldn't eat it. Apparently, I was very sick, and that's what. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but now, love it. Love it. Mashed, mashed potato is the best. I thought thing everyone ever. ate mash. No. Well, I did eat it, but I just didn't. I didn't yeah, like right. It. Okay. It. It made me dry there you out. go. A flathead was the very first fish I ever ate. Oh. I never had. The, see, I like flathead for that reason. I've got these oh fantastic <laughs> memories of uh, you know having it for the first time ever and loving it, oh. and then eating it like endlessly <laughs> after that. Okay. So growing up for me, fish was just fish. Yeah. Oh, there was okay. no like no fancy. Yeah. It was all frozen stuff. Except the pet goldfish, of course. We you didn't, didn't eat him. We didn't eat him. Couldn't no. eat him. <laughs> oh, um, Dye's up next with our 9 and 9. Have a delightful afternoon, and I'll catch you again tomorrow. Now that the weather is cooling down, red.